0: Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Blackjack Productions. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, What's going on? <laughs> what is <What's that> going <laughs> on? <laughs> like, you're dying. keep it. Sh- It'll be a, I'll, I'll put that in there. I'm sorry. Just get it out of your system. <laughs> Damn, your face is the same color as your shirt. Oh fuck. Alright. Alright. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Flagjack Productions. This is a brand new episode of the Super Thwack podcast. Episode 19 to be exact. Damn, it is already 19. Yeah. Um, now if you're done doing your thing over there.
1: <laughs> oh, can... uh, sorry, I had a little laughing fit off of that one. Um <laughs> uh, There actually this is one of the first weeks that we're actually getting some news that maybe we're excited about. Yeah. Um DC Fandom happens on August 22nd. Which is the day we're going on our camping trip. Shit! Wait, we'll just put it on the fucking radio <laughs> on the way up. Um, and it is confirmed that Robert Pattinson... Is he going to be there? Matt Reeves. And who was the other person I sent in that message that we're all confirmed to be at Fandom? I forgot to. Uh, let me look real quick, because I have it in our... Uh,
0: like I was telling you, I just hope Matt Reeves doesn't come up and be like, this is happening... Peace.
1: <laughs> that's what I said. This is yeah. my TED Talk. <laughs> oh, and James Gunn will be there.
0: Oh yeah, that's so, right. And they just dropped a new logo for the Suicide Squad yes. too.
1: And I actually like it. Like I said, it kinda reminds me of like aesthetically the way it looks, it reminds me of like the eighteen.
0: Okay.
1: I, I don't know why. It's just like the tone of the picture. Even and though it's a bright yellow.
0: That's what got me thinking of Watchmen, I think, is just the yellow. Makes sense. <laughs> I was like he
1: triggered. <laughs> um so we got a logo for the Suicide Squad movie. And we have the confirmed news that James Gunn uh, Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves will all be at Fandome, so maybe that means some footage for both movies, Batman and Suicide Squad.
0: I honestly like think footage. Yeah, I honestly think they're going to drop like a little teaser for the Batman. Like if anything, it'll be like landscape shots and maybe him on a motorcycle or some shit.
1: Uh, it, and him oh, in the suit. That would be dope. One thing that I want I don't want them to blow their load, like we've already talked. But I want to see Catwoman in the suit, just as like a little extra drop. Yeah. Give me piece by piece. I don't want to see the Riddler until the movie happens. I'd be okay with seeing Penguin, just because the different take might be interesting. Yeah. And then I don't want to see any other villains. Like if they have more, leave them for the movie.
0: Would you be okay if it was like a quick, like few second, like shot of Catwoman, just like a quick
1: boom? Yeah, that's all I want. Oh, okay. I, I don't want. Nothing crazy. I just, I want to see visually what he's going for with everybody else.
0: I feel like her suit's going to be similar to the Arkham games. I'd be okay with that. I don't want him to go
1: to... Oh, what was her name from the Batman Returns? Uh, the one who played Catwoman.
0: Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes.
1: I don't know why. I'd... And it's all
0: sished up and I mean, it looks cool. It and fits it that. For her. Yeah, it fits that. It, it
1: fits a... Tim Burton. Tim Burton movie, easily.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um... Did you hear that, that she had to go through like almost 60 different catsuits during that movie? Really? Because kept ripping. Makes sense. Because <laughs> it was like vacuum sealed tight. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong, I, I loved her in that movie. I just, I want to see a fresh take and something like fresh looking. I don't want it to look like it was in 91. Would that have been 90 or 91?
0: 92. 92? Yeah. And then
1: I don't want it to look like uh, Anne Hathaway either.
0: I want to I want, bring that up.
1: I don't want. Ugh. I don't want to come off as a pig by saying this, but I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, stupid as this sounds, it should be slightly more sexualized than. Uh, Anne Hathaway's portrayal. Yeah,
0: that, and plus, I don't really care for Anne Hathaway anyway.
1: I think she did a good uh, job, but yeah. I don't. I feel like I've been happy with somebody else, too.
0: That Catwoman, I, it, I mean, it did fit that whole vibe of those movies. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think uh, the Arkham games, that's, like, the perfect, like, yes. balance.
1: Well, in like, in the comics, Catwoman starts off as a prostitute. Oh, okay. So, kind of that, like, rags to riches thing where, like, I, I actually want to see a romance story that spans multiple movies between Catwoman her, and Batman. Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, but, like, there's only one comic book I've ever written that, like, got in my heart. Like, it was it was only a couple years ago. It was a... I don't know if it was a one-shot or what, but it was, like, a Batman and Catwoman, like, 30 or 40 years in the future. Oh, okay. Uh, where they, they have a daughter named Helena Cat-Bat? Wayne. cat <laughs> <And>, No, <laughs> she ends up becoming Batwoman. But it's, oh, her, nice. it's Helena Wayne, so they name her after Huntress.
0: Okay.
1: Um, But, like... You get to see them grow old together, and, like, Batman starts getting, like, Alzheimer's and shit. Oh, shit. And it's... It's rough. Like, it's, like, the most human I feel like I've ever seen Batman. Wow. It's because, like, she breaks down his walls and actually, like, makes him feel comfortable. So, like, seeing something like that in a movie... Obviously not, like, the Alzheimer's degree. Like, unless they do go that far down the
0: line. Yeah. But like, it, like, humanizes him more, and you yeah. can relate to him more. It
1: gives him a reason not... Another reason not to cross the line. Okay. And to... Have another person to try to stop them from crossing the line as well. Okay. The way he does with the Robins. Yeah. Too. Um. But I, I I'm generally really excited to see what she does with that role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I honestly didn't realize how many things I've actually seen her in. <laughs> like,
0: She's in quite a bit. Yeah.
1: Like she actually even played. Did you know she played Catwoman in the Lego Batman yeah. movie? Mm-hmm. Which kind of threw me off. I was like, that's kinda cool though. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm really excited to see her take on that. I think that's what I'm most excited for right now. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I want to see from the Batman.
0: Yeah, I don't want to see the Riddler yet. Because yeah. that, that'll be just a fun one to see. Like,
1: yeah. Especially, see especially because movie. Paul Dano, I have... And I, it may be misplaced, but I have all the faith in the world in him.
0: Me too, and I would almost say like he would have been a good Joker too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, Honestly, But Riddler's dude, cool. Because I want to see like a... I, don't, I, I just hope he's not, like, a super goofy yeah
1: player. I honestly kind of hope he... And this might sound weird, but I almost kind of hope he plays it the way he played in Prisoners. Oh, Kind of just mentally unstable. Yeah. Like kind of almost, like, on the autism spectrum. Okay. Because, I mean, that's kind of the way he is, like, Asperger's, like, mm-hmm. very...
0: Detached. I just wonder, like, how you make the suit or whatever he's going to wear. How do you make that without it looking cheese?
1: I say don't even go for the
0: logo. The question
1: question marks. I mean, you can,
0: but I I feel like just a green suit with a purple tie.
1: That'd
0: be tight, and maybe, like, on the buttons or something, you got the question marks. Something that's, like, subtle like that.
1: And I'd be okay with him getting... If you do start throwing on the question marks, kind of show him descending into madness and, like... Falling into like the the gimmick, like okay. because he just starts losing his mind and like he feels like everything should be a riddle. Like,
0: so instead of the ha ha ha's that Jared Leto has, he has <laughs> as <much> a bunch of question marks tattooed. Dude, on him? That'd be a metal ass <laughs>
1: fucking Riddler. I don't know if I'd want it, but it it sounds like it would look cool.
0: <laughs> don't let David Ayer direct.
1: To... <laughs> um, no, I I really like Paul Dano's acting. Like, yeah, he's He really good. feels weirdly underrated though. He like really he's is. overlooked because, like, I remember him from Girl Next Door. That's the first time I ever saw him. <laughs>
0: Same. Klitz. That's his name. <laughs> With a K. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Because he's in the. Uh, I remember he's in the sex ed video, and they're like, "Dude, that guy is huge, and he's all." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh man, that
0: was a good fucking movie. Was had, really. The biggest crush on... Uh, Alicia Cuthbert? Yes. Me too. For the longest time. Me too. I have my mom buy me like all her movies and shit. <laughs> it was bad. Have you watched uh, The Ranch yet? I haven't seen it. No. But I know she's in it. She's yeah.
1: probably the best part of it, honestly, if I'm going to be truthful. Um, still good, but yeah. after they got rid of Danny Masterson, I was like... Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying I support him. I just yeah. don't agree with people being thrown off for projects before something's proved. Um, but I also understand that people are going to stop buying your shit if, uh, you keep putting a potential sexual predator in your movies. Um, going from there, though, we also have one more piece of Suicide Squad news that I'm I'm excited for, but, like, I know we talked about this a little bit before, and we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit deeper, but, um, there is a Suicide Squad video game that... More detail. Well, so it's confirmed. It's being made by Rocksteady. Yeah. But we may get our first glimpse of footage also at Fandom.
0: So, so how long you have they been working on it? Do you think? Because uh, it's been what 2015 is Arkham Knight. Five years since Arkham Knight was the oh, last yeah. game they made. So they probably been working on this for a minute.
1: Yes. Um. And honestly, I think they've probably had a couple other things going at certain points that have gotten shut down. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, there was a lot of rumors that they were trying to start a Superman game for a while. Yeah. And Warner Brothers keeps canceling games. Like, at one point, the there was supposed to be a Suicide Squad game that came out a year ago. Oh, wow. That they canceled. But it was more in the tone and gameplay of Arkham. But they didn't want to do it because everybody had a grappling hook. And they're like, it doesn't fucking make sense. Because <laughs> they were trying to make it to where everyone could get to vantage points like that. Yeah. Um... So they squashed that, and then they've squashed, like, two Batman games. I'm still waiting for the reveal of that Arkham-esque, the Court of Owls game.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's no announcement on that thing, right?
1: I'm hoping we get something at Fandome for that, too, honestly. Yeah. I. If there was a year to give me some sort of hope, just fucking give me a little bit just more Batman. drop it all now. It's all I need. <laughs> um, but... I, while I'm excited for this... Only thing that worries me is there was a report a couple months ago that Rocksteady was hiring a bunch of people who have experience in the games as service realm of video games, which is basically like the way that Destiny operates, or kind of Fortnite, but obviously not comparing it to like the Battle Royale aspect. It's more like stuff will come in seasons, they'll regularly release new characters, and... Do you think they're going
0: to charge for stuff every time they drop it? Like EA? Honestly, yes. Yeah, that's kind of like, Yeah. But here's my thing, though. If they do that with something like this,
1: and they can keep it out of my Batman game, cool.
0: You just want Batman to be the story is what it is, and that's it.
1: The only thing I would add to Batman would be maybe a couple skins. Yeah. I give two shits about all that extra outside of, like, the challenge maps and stuff you want to keep doing that fine i mean i'm not gonna pay more money for them. if you give me story dlcs i'll do that the only other thing i would want to do is like a bat family game but the bat family has a select number of people or characters to where you shouldn't be able to drop like fucking 300 characters over the next five years yeah so i think There's literally, like, ten. So, like, even being able to play as Clayface would be dope because uh, in the last few years, Clayface has actually become part of the Bat family. Really? Yeah. He's actually become, like, a good guy. It's kind of a trip. Pretty good comics that came along with that. But, um, it... That's the only thing that scares me about the Suicide Squad game.
0: Yeah. And I don't... I don't know, because I'm really not that much into video games anyway, Like I'll play a game through once and that's about it. Yeah. So I don't want to keep going back. Um, and unless it's Then you, Yeah, unless it's Madden, then, then you yeah. play it till it breaks. Then yeah. <laughs> till the wheels fall off. Yeah. Because it's like, there's nothing to it. It's just, you yeah. go and play a game. It, and it's like,
1: it is very much like the mindless, like, I used to do that with Sims. <laughs> yeah. Just go through it over and over again, just kind of see what different outcomes you can get but it doesn't really affect anything because yeah. there's not really a story. Okay. I would literally, like, create walls around people just to like watch them die (laughs) oh but I I definitely see what would be appealing about playing Madden over and over I used to do that a lot when I was a kid yeah um I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast or not also just because we're already on the subject of games I have two favorite video game franchises uh one being Assassin's Creed that everybody would know about yeah and then uh, the one that I would actually probably say is even higher on my list would be Fable. Okay, yeah. Uh, I love those games. Like my, my mom never let me stay home from school for like anything. But the day Fable 2 came out, I remember she's like, if you go to bed because we went to the midnight release and everything, she's like, no. if you go to bed, I will let you call into school tomorrow to play this game. And like, because she knew how insanely in <laughs> yeah. love with it I was. <laughs> um, and I honestly think that was like, Fable 2 was right around the same time that like the first Assassin's Creed came out. And the only okay. one more after that, mm-hmm. because the dude who made the Fable games like to promise everybody fucking all this extra shit never materialized. Yeah. We're like, we're fucking done with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I've never played the Fable games. Oh, dude, they're so good. Like.
1: Yeah. By far, my favorite RPG style games. Like Skyrim was fun, but Fable is. Was...
0: Is Fable like gameplay wise? Is it set up kind of like like Warcraft or something? Mm. Or is it like?
1: I'll be honest. I've never played Warcraft.
0: Oh okay. But you uh, know how those RPGs work, where it's like kind of like
1: first eye no,
0: view camera type it's of thing. third person. Oh okay.
1: So it, it's uh, you have a set story. Okay. Uh, morality choices. It was one of the first big games to do like morality right. Okay. Uh, to the point where like if you. Become evil, you like you start growing fucking horns. Like, nice, it's intense. At least that was with the first one. I never tried it with the following two. I'm sure you could have, but I, I always felt guilty. <laughs> so I was like, no. Um, but I, I love those games. Like if you have Game Pass, you can actually go back and play all three right now because they're all on there. Um, but if you ever get a chance, I would definitely recommend those because the studio that's making that made all the Horizon, the Forza Horizon mm-hmm. games, uh, is making Fable. Oh, and it's a continuation from what was going on before, so I'm very excited for that. The trailer didn't really give a whole lot away, but it was kind of a nice like tease. Yeah, especially because like aesthetically, you could tell it was Fable. It was right. it was a nice like nostalgia trip.
0: Nice.
1: Um, <clears throat> going from there, I know there's been a lot of uh, talk this week about Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, the video game, because they had an mm. open beta this week. What do you think about that? Because I know you said you weren't crazy interested. Well, before. you know
0: how I feel about the whole Avengers thing anyway. Um... I don't know. My brother is talking to me about it. I know he's going to get it, but, um... I don't know. It you know, just don't do anything for me.
1: Honestly, I was more excited for it, like, two weeks ago. Then they started yeah. showing more and more footage, and I'm just like, eh. Especially when they announced that uh, Spider-Man would be an exclusive to... to Sony, right? Play- yep. Yeah. PlayStation. So, I was like if I'm gonna buy it I'm not gonna buy it for Xbox and if I'm gonna buy it I'm not gonna buy it for Playstation because I don't if it's a game that's for both I'm not gonna buy it for Playstation really yeah and I'm not gonna buy it for Xbox if Spiderman's not on there so I'm just like I don't just don't get it <laughs> yeah I'm like I honestly don't know if I care as much as I did when it was first announced especially finding out that it's gonna be a lot of slow drops like right after it releases then they'll release hawkeye and then they're going to release another character and then they're going to release another character like bit by bit now that, that's what i'm worried about with suicide
0: squad no, i Cause... just miss the days where you just put in a game and you can just play it and <sighs> it's all there dude you don't have to wait fucking five hours for it to download or whatever i
1: miss studios putting in cheat codes yeah now to do that shit you need to pay money yeah it's dumb the last good game that did cheat codes Honestly, Saints Row 4. <laughs> and they were in the era of DLC and all that. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they could have charged. Yeah. But they were like, here you go. Grand Theft Auto got rid of
0: most of their cheat codes. They did. So, like... And GTA 4 it was, like, the last really one yeah. that had a lot. I mean,
1: GTA 5 had some, yeah, but they were timed Yeah. to where, like, they ran out. And it was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. I loved playing with G- uh, cheat codes in San Andreas. Yeah. Like, stuff like that was... It's just fun, dude. Like... Everything is so ran by money now
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, I don't know, it takes a lot of my interest away from video games. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, all games are funner or more fun, I guess, would grammatically be correct, <laughs> uh, with cheats. But, like, taking that option away is kind of trash. Yeah. Because, I don't it just shows the greed of corporations.
0: Yeah, and especially EA. Oh. They, like, charge for, like, every little thing. <laughs> like with the Battlefront games. I cannot, and...
1: st- like, I honestly can't remember the last EA game I really liked. Because of mainly their politics. Like, I tried to get into Battlefront, and compared to the old Battlefront games, they're awful.
0: I actually got the old Battlefront games from the Microsoft oh, Store. Dude, those are so good. Yeah. Bad.
1: So fun. Yeah. Especially Battlefront 2. Yeah. Battlefront 2 was my shit. Mm-hmm. Battle The new Battlefronts, Battlefront 2 of EA era... Is better than the first one, but still, still not nowhere. No, like, dude, I would play Battlefront two back in the day in like what was it, two thousand six yeah. on repeat. Yeah, I'd sit and disappear from my family for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I miss stuff like that because I don't know, dude. Like, like I said, it's just, it's depressing to see how much money means to people. Yeah, that. It actually actively hurts art.
0: Yeah. And it's also depressing to like see how like too complex they are now. Like compared to when we were kids and shit. Yeah. Um
1: I did have this question for you that I was thinking about this week. I know you're a huge Spider Man fan. As am I. Um, and I obviously I know who your favorite Spider Man actor is. Yeah. Um I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten your opinion on Andrew Garfield too much though.
0: I, um, I like the Mad Spider Man. I felt like his quips and jokes and shit like Mm -hmm. that were good, but Peter Parker, he was like. emo? Kind of? Too emo and he didn't seem too, like, nerdy or whatever to me. Like, he didn't seem too goofy or whatever, like, how you would picture. Like, Tobey Maguire was, like, a perfect Peter Parker.
1: I will say that I think that Andrew Garfield is, like, too good-looking and, like... Yeah, he was too yeah. desirable. Yeah. If I could say that. Like, um, I, and I think the main reason I wanted to bring it up is because I wanted to see... Would you have wanted to see a third Amazing Spider-Man?
0: No. No. No, because the way they fucking did two... Like, that probably would have been, like, way more out there for the third one. I okay.
1: Feel. And then I have another question related to that, because... Do you think that the movie would have been better if they wouldn't have cut Shailene Woodley's part?
0: She was going MJ, right?
1: They filmed a bunch of shit with her. And I don't get me wrong, I feel like it would have been too soon with what happened in that movie, but... It
0: would have been too soon, but... Just adding that in wouldn't have fixed any other problems that it had. Yeah. Like, yeah, that movie had too much going on in it.
1: it just, oh, it definitely like, did. Yeah. But, then that's why I was curious. I didn't know if you feel like that would have made a difference on how you... No. <laughs> no? Okay. And I don't blame you. I just would have been genuinely curious to see how they would have tried to make that work.
0: Yeah, it's just they tried That movie was just basically like a setup for a Sinister Six.
1: That they didn't do and the and, whole reason they didn't do it was because andrew garfield didn't show up to a fucking sony party
0: yeah and then those emails leaked and shit yeah yeah and and the whole movie was just thinking too far ahead of itself instead of making that movie a movie
1: yeah they definitely didn't uh put all their ducks in a row
0: yeah because i was hype as shit like before that movie came out because uh mark webb would drop like little pictures here and there and i was getting excited for it I'm gonna see it like, Electro sucked that was too goofy that was like Joel Schumacher Electro I
1: don't see how Jamie Foxx said yes to that no I had too, I have too much respect for him yeah to really sit here and talk too much shit but that was awful yeah especially cause they made his like gap tooth like he was like like I don't know He was definitely the least enjoyable part of a meh movie.
0: Yeah. And I remember back when those movies came out, like, people were saying it was supposed to be, like, the Dark Knight version of Spider-Man. Like, it was supposed to be, like, that type of thing, but it never was.
1: Uh, I'm I'm really trying to see where that would have... Like, I don't see any connection to that, honestly. Like, it just... Felt too goofy and.
0: Anytime there's a new superhero franchise, like, everyone just, like, oh, it's gonna be like that. Like, that's the thing to compare shit to for some reason.
1: Honestly, like. Movies get lost in trying to compare themselves to. Especially superhero movies. Yeah. Get lost in trying to compare themselves to one thing or another. Yeah. For the longest time, it's been The Dark Knight. Everyone wants to be, like, The Dark Knight. (laughs) Yeah before that I don't even know what the standard bearer really would have been Spider-Man 2 Yeah, Spider-Man Spider-Man 1 and then Spider-Man 2. Yeah.
0: Cuz like a lot of people say Spider-Man 2 is the best one of the best superhero movies. Oh, I
1: have 100% agree. Mm-hmm. That Al, uh, I can't remember his first name. Is it Alfred Medina? Yeah, like Alfred Medina. Uh, Molina, yeah. <laughs> Medina. Um he did fantastic as a yeah. Ock. He Honestly, kind of changed my view of the character because I felt like he was just a goofy. Because I grew up just watching the Spider-Man cartoon, mm-hmm. I always just kind of saw him as like a goofy character that was like the uh,
0: typical bad guy.
1: Yeah, kind, I mean, and kind of like a cartoony version yeah. of uh, Spider-Man, like the flip of Spider-Man because he literally has eight limbs, and <laughs> he's I don't know, like he's smart. Yeah, I don't know. It just he felt like. What Peter Parker would be like if he was a villain.
0: And fucking like Oliver Tree in the, in the <laughs> animated Spider Man. Oh my god. I hate that guy. Uh, I actually
1: saw him post a picture where he made himself Doc Ock. Oh god. And like he changed, cause he you know, has that stupid like blue and pink. Yeah. He changed it to the green and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh
0: fuck. That such a douche. <laughs>
1: You I think so here I'll say this. I enjoy his music. I don't I think you dislike him too much. <laughs> and it's only because of who he at. No, nah, it's not did. even that. I feel like it skewed your vision.
0: It did, honestly. <laughs> Cause like before I was like I didn't really care for him too much anyway, but then that happened, I'm like, alright, fuck this guy. <laughs> oh shit. Like how? <laughs> oh fuck. Um, but, yeah, and, like, Spider-Man 2 is really good, too, because, I don't know, it, like, it gives you something that you really don't see in superhero movies, like, it humanizes Peter Parker, to where, mm-hmm. like, he keeps trying to do, like, good shit, but, like, he keeps getting fucked over by this well, and this and this.
1: That and, like, I think before that, there wasn't another superhero movie where you could really connect with the villain.
0: Yeah, they they, they didn't make him really relatable to Yes, yeah. they like gave him like a good motivation for like why he did what he did. Oh, absolutely. He's not just like fucking shit up just for the sake of fucking shit up.
1: Yeah, he 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 felt legit. Like you could see where he could go astray.
0: Yeah, it didn't
1: feel like it didn't feel cartoony.
0: And that was before the whole beam in the sky. Yeah, thing. <laughs> That every superhero movie does (laughs) uh,
1: That or the uh, cloud monster that every superhero movie does Which I don't get Yeah, I don't either Because I'm trying to think what the first one to do it was Was it Silver Surfer or was it Green Lantern?
0: Silver Surfer Yeah, because that that came out before
1: Yeah, and then fucking they did the same thing in Green Lantern I'm like, you should have learned from that mistake (laughs) Parallax shouldn't be a cloud monster No And... I know it pissed a lot more people off that uh, what's his name was a cloud monster. Galactus. Console. Yeah, Galactus. Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck that didn't make any sense. No to me. balls. Yeah, I mean, fucking the Fairly Odd Parents did it better than Silver <laughs> yeah. Surfer did. Um, and, uh, I don't know. They had a lot of good talent for that movie, but they wasted a lot of shit. Like, did you hear the the director in that movie talk shit to Jessica Alba? Because her tears looked too sad.
0: The fuck does that mean?
1: (laughs) She she said that she uh, considered quitting acting because she's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? If I I get that kind of criticism for literally doing what it says in the script. Yeah. Like. I I don't even have any, because no no it, it was it looks too sad and too ugly when you cry. They wanted her to look hot, so. Instead yeah, I would have been her, like,
0: alright, I'm out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> instead of her looking, like, genuinely, like, fucked up, they, and, like, taking her actual tears and shit, they put CGI tears in. That way she looked more, uh...
0: Attractive? Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh, like... That wouldn't fly today. Oh,
1: dude, well, she is such a good actress. Yeah. Like, don't wrong, I had a huge crush on her as a kid, when I was a kid. As everyone did. Oh, though. yeah. Um... <laughs> Those movies really let her down. Yeah. Um, Honestly, there's three movies that she's been in that have really like hurt her. The first two uh, Fantastic Four movies, because they fucking literally made her naked and walk through a fucking crowd, (laughs) in the first one. Yeah. And then Machete.
0: Oh, that movie! That that movie was like totally. It was was supposed to be like that. Yes, but they
1: also tricked her into. They CGI'd her boobs. They she's like, I'm not gonna be naked. She's like oh, yeah. She said, I'll wear flesh colored underwear and I stuff. forgot about that, yeah. But and then they went in and post and made it look like she was like straight up naked. Yeah. it caused lawsuits. <laughs> like shit like that is fucked up. To where like and it's not like she like Sin City, she was fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: And she's even sexualized in that, but like there was no fucked up like Double Mm -hmm. standard there. Like, it was. That was her character. Yeah. That's what she signed up for. Where she was supposed to be, like, a positive female. I I guess, vehicle would be the best word to use there. For, like, little girls to look up to, but. And then you fuck it up with literally making her get naked and walk through a crowd. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It just. It doesn't. Sit right, especially she hasn't been in anything in the last long time. Like I'm gonna look her up on IMDb real quick because I can't think of the last thing she was in.
0: Um, I think Machete was like the last thing I remember her being in. Was she in Sin City? A name to kill for? I don't even remember. I didn't even see that movie.
1: I honestly haven't seen it either. I wanted to, but I just kind of got by me. Like she's so irrelevant that, like. She wasn't even showing up in the immediate, like, search on IMDb. Holy it gosh. was like, Jessica Biel showed up before her.
0: <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And even she's, like, a little bit irrelevant. Uh, I guess she's in a TV show?
1: Really? Called LA's Finest.
0: Yeah, cop show, probably?
1: She's in that uh, straight-to-video Killers Anonymous movie with uh, Gary Oldman. Never heard of it. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably a Walmart movie. Uh, El Camino Christmas. She she was in the mechanic Resurrection. Is that Jason Statham movie? Oh yeah, that. C- but that was twenty sixteen. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Killers Anonymous was twenty nineteen, and before that, not a whole lot, dude. She's pretty. Is she just trying to live a normal life now. I think so. She's one of the few like weird people like celebrities that actually like married a fan.
0: That's pretty cool though. It Gives is. hope, right? <laughs> right? You know who else did too? Uh the dude who plays Vision, I forget his name. He's married to Jennifer Connelly. Yes. And that was his childhood crush.
1: That's a trip. Yeah. Especially because she's actually Friday.
0: Uh Oh yeah, yeah. Peter Parker's yeah. Uh, AI. Yeah. But yeah, that's that, Jason Momoa also. Uh, yes. Lisa Bonet was his childhood crush. I remember
1: listening to his story. He's like, he's like, I remember watching her on uh, the Cosby show. And he's like, mommy, I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it. He said, I walked into a bar uh, and she offered to order me a Guinness. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Take advantage
0: of the opportunity.
1: It's weird. That happens with a lot of celebrities, though. Because, like, um, Adam Sandler married a fan. Wow. And she's in like every one of his movies, and yep. honestly, I feel bad for her mo- in the movies though. I remember she always her... looks like an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah, when I saw her, because I I didn't I forgot he was married to her. She was in Benchwarmers. That's when I saw her.
1: Oh, she in Benchwarmers. She, I remember, but
0: she was married to somebody in that movie. Uh... I, forget, like, I have to watch again. I can like picture her, but I just can't.
1: She's always like the butt of the joke in that in yeah. his movies though. Like, she yeah. she she was in that murder mystery one, and she was the uh, stewardess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, like, see if, like, I'm trying to think of what all she's been in, because she's been
0: in a lot of shit with him. Let's see, um, Adam Sandler. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool that that shit happens like that. Yeah, no, it's definitely
1: a trip. And then, I don't know, like, relationships in Hollywood are always scary, but when you get stuff like that, you kind of get a little bit of a bright spot.
0: Yeah. Um... Even the Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet thing—that seems like that's gonna last forever. Oh,
1: yeah, honestly, yes. And honestly, the like it's so tight that like,
0: even Lenny Kravitz is cool with them. Yeah.
1: Then you're like, I'm like, damn. Well, dude, uh. Zoe, Jason Momoa, and uh, Lisa Bonet all have matching tattoos. Like they're yeah. that tight. Yeah. It's fucking insane.
0: I wanna say even Lenny Kravitz has something too.
1: I that would not surprise yeah. me. Like. It seems like a genuinely good setup. Yeah. It seems healthy. Whereas, like, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt always seemed... Toxic? Yes. Even though they adopted, like, fucking 12 kids or whatever it was. It's fucking weird. And, like, that just seems like PR most of the time, man.
0: Yeah. It doesn't feel right for sure.
1: Well, especially if you go back in the day and you look at how Angelina Jolie used to walk around with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Like, blowing him in the back of a limo and then going. <laughs>
0: that, you just look at them two together. Oh. Like, they don't look like, they haven't looked like the showered so like, in forever. They just look dirty. That
1: looked more toxic than yeah. anything.
0: It just felt dirty. Yeah.
1: Whereas, like, honestly, the Brad Pitt and, uh, what's her name from Friends, that looked healthy until the whole Angelina Jolie thing happened. Yeah. Why can't I think of her name at the moment?
0: Which
1: one? Uh, from Friends.
0: Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Yes, thank you. They were good together. They were fantastic. Wasn't there rumors that they're getting back together or some shit? Like recently? I don't know, that
1: wouldn't surprise me. She dated some weird people after Bad Pit, though. She did. She was with Vince Vaughn.
0: That must have, like, uh, did something to her eventually. <laughs> I mean, Vince Vaughn? Yeah, yeah, something has to happen to you. Yeah. Hate Vince Vaughn. I
1: mean, I think Vince Vaughn's a good actor, but did you ever see the remake of Psycho? Oh, fuck. Dude, we've gone on in so many tangents. I don't know how we got here.
0: <laughs> we I don't running? either. <laughs>
1: Like, we're just kind of going and going and going, because it started with,
0: was it Jessica? We were talking Jessica about Spider-Man or? 2, and then we are talking about Fantastic Four for some reason, and now we're on this.
1: Oh, Cloud Monsters.
0: Oh, yeah, Cloud Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> cloud <laughs> Monsters to Vince Vaughn.
1: The only way I want to see another Cloud Monster if it's played by Vince Vaughn.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. But did you ever see that Psycho
0: uh, remake? I haven't seen it, but I've, I've seen parts of it. It's shot for shot. Yeah, it's It's fucking weird. exactly the same, right? Yeah. yeah. like. Except Vince Vaughn's the... Dude, yeah, he's uh, Norman Bates, yeah.
1: So it's weird though because uh, the story behind that is actually kind of a trip. The way that movie got made because it was directed by the guy who directed uh, Goodwill Hunting,
0: wow, wow. it was his
1: follow up movie to that because the studios had so much faith in him, they just kept handing him like whatever he would he wanted. So they were like, He's like, okay, well, if you're gonna treat me like this, he's like, I'm just gonna fuck you guys over. He's like, purposely. Give me Psycho. I want to do a shot-for-shot shot remake. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so made it as a joke.
1: Yeah, just as like a fuck you to the studio. Nice. <laughs> and then, and I don't think he did
0: anything after that, did he?
1: He has. Really? Uh, he was even in uh, *Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back*.
0: Gus Van Zant. Oh yeah, Gus Van yeah, he, Didn't he's he do that? There po- counting the money. Didn't he do that movie with um Matt Matt Damon oh. recently? The house that Jack built. Wasn't that his movie?
1: I honestly don't know if I heard about that.
0: Oh, it's like a weird like he's a serial killer and shit. It's kind of odd. Huh. Um. Let me see. I want to say you did that. You said the house that Jack built. Let's see. What year was that? Two thousand seventeen or eighteen?
1: Um. Not seeing about it. He's the last thing I see. And who the fuck? Oh no! This is this is his acting credits. I need his director credits. Um. The Devil You Know in 2015. Wow, dude, he hasn't really directed a whole lot. Oh, don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Was the last. Oh, that's the Joaquin.
0: That's the Joaquin movie. Okay, where he's like in a wheelchair.
1: That was 2018, and then before that,
0: (sighs) oh, Lars von Trier directed The House. Did you?
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, he had a career after. Let me see. What year was that Psycho remake? 1998. Yeah, 98. Well, dude, you like. That's the one thing with you that surprises the shit out of me. I ask you, like, what year a movie comes out, and you, like, almost, like, encyclopedic knowledge of yeah. years that movies were released. Yeah, I'm good. After that, he did Finding Forrester, Jerry, Best of Bowie, uh, Elephant in 2003, Red Hot Chili Pepper greatest Fuck videos. Fuck the Red Hot Chili Pepper. Why?
0: I'm going to make sure it's, like, with that on there.
1: He did a Kurt Cobain documentary, apparently, Huh. called Last Days. Uh, a lot of music video shit. So I guess that must have really hurt his career. And then he was in, uh, directed Eight. He directed Milk mm. with... Uh, Sean Penn. Yes. Restless. Uh, yeah, dude, that's kind of crazy that his career kind of went downhill after that because everyone had so much faith in him.
0: Maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe he didn't want a huge career. <laughs> he, he
1: definitely, like, sidelined himself because it was 97 and then directly following that. He did a music video for Hanson. <laughs> and then he did Psycho. <laughs> nice. So, like, he just torpedoed his own career, which is...
0: That'd be so tight to be in a position crazy. where you can do whatever you want. I'd do a Spawn movie. Well, dude... Even I mean, without Tom and oh, Blessing. Dude, that'd be a trick. Like, I'm gonna make it better than you, motherfucker.
1: See, that's the thing. I think that... There's a certain point where... I, I, I don't want to ever say, like, artists hurt their characters, but like...
0: It can happen. George Lucas kind of fucked up the prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. He got too much control. That's yes. why I get nervous about Tom fun You give him too much control, he might fuck it up.
1: But there are also... So there are good examples and there are bad examples. Yeah. Like, Frank Miller did really good on the Dark Knight Returns comics. Mm, yeah. And then he came back a few years later and did a different set of Batman comics. He made Batman a fucking psycho. Like, there were burning bodies in the background that he set on fire. That's pretty cool. And while that was going on, he was having sex with Black Canary, like, That's right tight. in front of it. But, no, like, it's metal, but it's not Batman. <laughs> what is that one called? Oh.
0: I gotta read that I, shit. I'll, I'll
1: find it for you, but it's... <laughs> it's fucked up. Like, it's
0: just a little bit insane. What was he going through <laughs> to make a new Frank
1: Miller is a huge drug addict. Still? Throughout his career, okay. I don't Is know he made three hundred, right? He the comic, yes. Yeah, he he he's done a, a lot of Daredevil comics, like most of his like most
0: recognizable Batman versus Spawn. Did he really? Yeah, he he, he Frank Miller and Tommy McFarlane huh. collabed on that one. Let's see. I have that comic. I've read that so many times. <laughs> uh,
1: Frank Miller Batman. So. Obviously has his. I think it's. It's not Batman Year One. It might be Batman Year One. Wasn't it? Out? No, that doesn't sound right. Um. I'll look up his comics and stuff because he's done a lot of. His notable works are obviously The Dark Knight Returns, Batman Year One, Daredevil, Electra, Wolverine, Ronin, Three Hundred, Sin City. He has a lot of good shit. Sin
0: City was like his like. Main thing. Yeah, right.
1: that that was his like Magnum opus? Pretty much. That's yeah. But he does get a lot more recognition for like his Batman Return stuff. Or uh Dark Knight Return stuff. Um
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh. Bibliography. So Batman
0: <laughs> I typed in Frank Miller crazy Batman. Let's see if it
1: comes <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh might have been all star Batman. I'm not 100% sure. But I know I've, I've heard a lot of people talk a lot of shit about that series of comics because he just kind of let Batman go off the rails. Yeah. Um. I know we were talking about, well, you walked in on me uh, finishing the Umbrella Academy.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to stop right there. You walked in on me finishing. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and I know
1: you said that You said your sister watches it? Yeah. Why are you not interested?
0: It's not that I'm not interested. It's just that I haven't watched it. And, like, I don't... I don't know. Like, it's a weird thing for me. Like, I feel like I never had time to actually watch a show, so I just don't do it.
1: Okay. But... And then that's the thing. I'm I'm curious, because... We all have our things that, like, hook us. Yeah. For me, it's mostly superhero shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um... Is there any version of TV stuff or movie stuff that, like, soon as it hits, you have to watch it?
0: Um... Uh, the last show that was, like, that was The Fosters. Like, my mom and my sister were watching it, and I just kind of sat there, and I just got into it and I ended up watching the whole fucking thing.
1: <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> that
0: and uh, the show You on Netflix.
1: Okay, I heard good things about yeah, that Yeah, you should one.
0: watch that. Uh, yeah, those are like the last two things that really like got me like right away. I was like, oh.
1: Okay. And a lot of it, honestly, I know a lot of stuff that people get interested in. It has to kind of speak to them and it has to be somewhat relatable. Like I fell into a huge Vikings hole there for a minute because like, especially because I'm like really trying to find like my family, like heritage and I stuff. I forgot
0: a fucking movie again too. Pathfinder. Oh, fuck. I keep forgetting to bring up this... shit. I'm like, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, but, like, especially
1: since I started looking into my heritage and stuff, I yeah. got really into Viking shit. And, like, I fell into a
0: deep hole with that Do You even dress up in Viking <laughs> attire and you scream. I
1: might need to myself. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but there, there's always, like, certain things that, like, intrigue me. Like, especially knowing that Gerard Way wrote the comics for Umbrella Academy, I think that's what really got me into it. Yeah. Because my chemical romance was, like, my soundtrack for 8th grade and 7th grade.
0: Me too. Like when the Black Parade came out when I was in 6th grade I listened to that like every day.
1: I would go to sleep with that shit on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> Like that album was fantastic. Yeah. I know a lot of people complained about the last track uh, Blood.
0: That's just a hidden, it means nothing it's just and a fun hidden track. People are like, why would you even put it on there? I'm like,
1: just accept it. It's not like it kills anything. No, it's
0: like hidden. It's even like way after the ending. Yeah. Like I think that.
1: that was one of the first like albums that played out as a story that like I really yeah, followed. Yeah, it's a
0: whole concept album. Yeah. Like the, like the best concept album. Like that one, Marilyn Manson, Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. There's a story all the way through. Uh, The Wall. The Wall. Nine Inch Nails, Downward Spiral. Mm-hmm.
1: There, there's a lot, but I think that was like the first one I connected with.
0: That's the first one I heard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it definitely like helps you... Understand where artists come from and like how, even if a song feels completely different than the last one, like how it can connect mm. and tell a story.
0: I guess it's untrue because the first, um, their first album, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, that's mm-hmm. a constant album too. Oh really? So yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think I heard that. I I I don't think I ever like listened to it yeah, all. At that's once. a constant album, but not
0: like to the level of Black Parade. Yeah.
1: Though. Black Parade, uh, dude, that felt like an event when that came out. <laughs> yeah. Like, then. the way that rolled out, like. Teenagers was a huge fucking track off of that.
0: I still, like, when I hear that song, I just think of, like, a movie trailer. Yeah. I don't know why I just, like, think of a movie
1: trailer. I agree. It literally feels like a high school... Like, especially if it's, like, an American Pie-style movie. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Where kids are just, like, destroying shit. Yeah. Um, that... I, I, just, I remember being in middle school and that coming out and it just it felt like it changed a lot of things and I don't know if I can explain how
0: like bands of that genre like my comic book were always setting like the standard when it came to that and everyone after that just tried to copy what they did
1: and like paying attention to artists like obviously I'm talking a lot about Gerard Way right now but like artistically like it's almost like savant level type shit because he literally left doing comic books to do, do music for a while and it paid off Yeah, surprisingly like being fantastic in one art form for some people is not enough and then yeah. going on to like master like another and another is insane because yeah. I'm trying to think of other artists or people who do that because the only thing I can think comparable is like athletes going from one sport to another yeah like how Michael Jordan tried to leave uh basketball <laughs> and go to baseball yeah or Tim Tebow tried to leave the NFL.
0: Yeah. There's but, only a few like examples of what it worked out. Like, um, fucking... Deion Sanders played baseball, too. Oh, really? He was pretty good. Yeah. Because I know Elway
1: uh, had the option to play for the Yankees or... That
0: guy's a douchebag.
1: <laughs> I agree. Honestly, I love the Broncos, but... And I loved Elway when he was a player. As a person. He is a horrible general manager. Yeah, he has ran our team into the ground. Yeah, and I say this as a Broncos fan. Like it just, he needs to relinquish his power. You better <laughs> hope
0: Drew Locke works out as a quarterback, because he haven't had a good quarterback since Peyton Manning, and even that was kind of good for like one year.
1: So here's the thing, though, uh, they have to give him more than two games to fucking try.
0: Yeah, but I think it was good for him that he sat out most of the season mm-hmm. and learned and. Cause when he when they put him in like when he played like what, four games, he was pretty good.
1: But he didn't even play a full four. It was like they'd put him on for like a quarter and take him off.
0: Hey, he played full games. Really? Yeah, at the end, towards the end, when he when they oh, put him in, towards him. the end. Because Joe I, Flacco was shit anyway.
1: Oh, dude, that was. I don't even know
0: why you got him. That he was, was him. the
1: worst decision. When we got him, I literally like the first thing out of my mouth was. Fuck you, John Elway. Yeah, because that was
0: horrible. I remember watching the press conference and John Elway was like, he's still in his prime. I'm like, no, he's not.
1: (laughs) His prime was like before he he went to the Super Bowl. He was never even really that
0: good to begin with. No,
1: and if we're talking prime, it was before he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And at that.
0: Yeah. I will say he's pretty decent at getting defensive players.
1: Oh, no. For
0: some reason. That didn't make any sense. He can't nail the fucking quarterback, though. Yeah. Paxton Lynch was a fucking bust. Worse than a bust. Brock Osweiler sucked. (sighs) Trevor so Stimion I will suck. say
1: I wasn't a fan of Osweiler, but we gave up on him too soon. We do that regularly.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, after he left, he's still shit anyway. He was never gonna be anything. Yeah, but that's because he didn't
1: ever have any structure. If he, I, I feel like, he would have had a better chance succeeding if he s- stuck with the Broncos. He
0: went to the playoffs with the Texans and he couldn't do
1: shit. I mean,
0: yeah, it's, it's the Texans. They suck. No, no, Broncos suck.
1: <laughs> I mean. Neither of our teams have really been able to do anything in the last few years.
0: Yeah, and the Texans is a little different because at least the Broncos are like a little better coach. The Texans coach is also the general manager, and he does stupid shit all the time. He has Deshaun Watson like bail him out half the time.
1: Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm like, I'll be honest, I'm out of my element anymore talking about uh, football because. It's really worn me down the last couple years, especially watching how Elway's, like, broken
0: down our team. You think that's bad? I have had to watch my team be shit since I was born.
1: You said it? I mean, I will say the last five years have been the best you guys have looked.
0: I've seen one winning season my whole life, and that was in 2016. Really? When Derek Carr broke, got his leg broken. Because they
1: were 7-9 last year, huh? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, after after before. his leg got broken, it really seemed like he played scared for a while.
0: Yeah, like, 2016, like, we were legit, I we could have gone almost all the way. Oh,
1: yeah. Was that the year we won? Or was that the year before or after we won? The Broncos. It was Super Bowl 50.
0: After? It was the year after.
1: year after. So, I don't know. Like, I am, I, I hope the Broncos get a fourth Super Bowl before the Raiders. No oh, way! I have a little more ammunition, <laughs> but at this rate, it's gonna be another ten years before either of us go. So.
0: No, I don't think so. We're we're pretty we're pretty good this off season, So I think we're gonna we in the next couple years.
1: I think both of our teams have a lot of building to do, though.
0: Our division is gonna be pretty solid this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. This year, I honestly don't feel like we'll tell a whole lot because I mean, you have people leaving teams for the year. Because of COVID.
0: The Which, deadline...
1: Yo, we got a whole fucking episode. We're like 40 minutes in. This is the first time we mentioned COVID. Nice. I am so happy right now.
0: <laughs> it's the uh, milestone. But we have a bunch of players that have left already for yeah. the year. Luckily, a lot of them are nobodies. Except right. the Patriots. They lost a few like really good defensive Well, players.
1: the Chiefs guy isn't really a nobody. Not he... really, but
0: he's not their best offensive lineman either.
1: No, but he is a... Factor of potentially why they could have gone to the Super Bowl and won last year. Yeah. Especially a Super Bowl team, it's kind of scary to see a player walk away. Yeah. His, his reason for walking away is noble, though. It's not selfish.
0: Yeah, and there's a few players that left because they had, like, small children and shit. But
1: Yeah. I mean, if you can't trust your teammates to not go to a strip club, then it's kind of hard to...
0: That's the big thing. I think as long as none of these players go and do stupid shit like that, it'll be fine. Everything will be fine.
1: Dude, what they should do is literally just... And this might sound stupid They should do A 16 day season One game each day for That won't work And then just
0: air it I don't think that'll work A game a day Yeah but that at that work. point
1: you don't have to Worry about
0: Or you can set rules And be like hey once we get to wherever we're gonna play You can't fucking leave the hotel If basketball does that they can't leave the hotel or do anything I, it is possible to do the rules, but like if you're getting paid that much money to not do stupid shit, like... And I
1: agree, but we've seen that that doesn't fucking matter to people.
0: Yeah. Well, so far, like I said, it's working from basketball and hockey. Yeah. But baseball, it didn't work for them because the Mariners went out and did stupid shit.
1: I mean, baseball... I mean, I'll be honest, dude. The only time I enjoy baseball is when I'm at the game.
0: I don't even, I, fall, I fell asleep at a fucking
1: game. I like walking around and, like, going through the shops and, like, getting the food and shit.
0: <laughs> so you're not even there to watch the fucking
1: no, game. No, <laughs> it's the, I like the environment. I, watching baseball is, like, watching Playing paint dry. Playing is fun. Playing is fun. Watching baseball is, like, watching paint dry. Yeah. Especially on TV. Yeah. I will fall asleep in a chair. Yeah. It's the least, I, I, know, honestly, the biggest reason I hate it is because when I was growing up, my uncle was in football, and we had to follow him to every game. mm mm-hmm. And being a little kid, like, it's hard to get a kid to sit still to begin with and doing it, like, twice a week for, like, four hours at a time is, like, torture. Yeah. So, I think I'm just prejudiced towards baseball. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I don't know anymore. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you can think of before we, uh, drop our announcement?
0: No, I think we, uh, covered everything
1: all right so we got a bombshell to drop yeah Damien
0: has crabs yeah I'm sorry
1: <laughs> no so for real though um starting I'm not gonna put a date on it honestly because like, yeah. I feel like when we do that it kind of hurts us yeah Just soon <laughs> yes we are going to start dropping vlogs yeah. we're going to attempt to do weekly which should be a little bit easier because even if we're not able to meet up, we can film our own shit on our phones and send them back and forth and edit and stuff. Um, Just to kind of get some content coming out and I think that maybe we can get some laughs and stuff out. because yeah.
0: Because we've been focusing mainly on podcasts and like I just feel like uploading podcasts to Spotify and stuff like that is better than uploading a whole podcast to YouTube. Yeah. It just doesn't get as many views. Well, so. And
1: this will give us... Multiple things to upload and have, we'll, we'll make sure to put links in the description on our YouTube vlogs yeah. to our podcasts and stuff. But we'll just have
0: the best of both worlds, like yeah. video and audio.
1: And I think this will be a lot of fun too. And then yeah. on top of that, once we start announcing other stuff, it'll be kind of a behind the scenes look into like creativity.
0: Yeah, especially with some stuff that we're going to be working on soon. Yeah.
1: Which is we we don't want to uh, announce yeah. anything on that because That's as much as I'll say it, it's honestly still kind of constantly changing. There's many yeah. things that we need to factor in and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun and hopefully y'all will enjoy it and roll with us on this uh little journey we got going. So yeah. Um definitely keep posted. We're uh Just going to keep grinding and doing as best we can to actually make this a thing so we don't have to sit and rot at our uh, 9 to 5s anymore.
0: And I don't have to keep getting in trouble (laughs) at work.
1: See, so here's the thing. Damien seems super coy and, like, not confrontational. But I'm not. That's the thing. Every time you tell me, you're like, yeah, I got yelled at at work. I'm like, for what? (laughs) Like, you just, you seem like a by-the-book, like not getting in trouble type of person
0: like it just I am until like stupid shit happens which happens right away yeah and then I'm like alright
1: I think it's just it's like especially to my wife my wife's like Damien seems like an angel (laughs) she's like he just doesn't seem like he could get in trouble I mean I'm not
0: like a total fucking like douchebag degenerate but like
1: she just doesn't think like my wife thinks that you like don't have a mean bone in your body (laughs) so it's just surprising and stuff like that sorely (laughs) mistaken Time will tell. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so yeah, until next time, just make sure to uh, follow us and like and subscribe. Make sure to yep. follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel for sure and our podcasts. Yep. And uh, see you guys next time. Anthony Stevens.
0: Damien Leba, Peace. Peace. <laughs>